Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Anna, and as always, I'm with the fantastic Callan, and we're here living the life. <laughs> we are. No matter what the weather is, you know, we fought ice and snow last True. time. Now I'm fighting 70 degree weather and a tornado watch and the power being out. So it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, literally. So we do our our calls over FaceTime just, uh, you know, it's just easier when you see somebody in person or their face. And Mm -hmm. yeah, literally when I opened my phone to answer Callan, she's like with like a little lantern, looks like (laughs) we're like on Blair Witch Project or something. (laughs) I know. I love to hold it under my chin like I'm about to tell a ghost story, but... Yeah, I'm really, I'm I'm blessed that my um, recording setup is through battery, so I don't have to have power. So yeah, it's like we're camping out, um, we're having fun. I mean, as long as I have batteries and a margarita, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need in life to get, at That's least right. through podcasting. <laughs> well, are you drinking a margarita tonight? Yes, I've got that good ice. The good margarita mix, the good salt, just everything good. The good glasses, everything's high quality here. Yeah, it's my classic like homemade margarita, a little tequila at the bottom. You put in the mix, it already has the tequila and the Grand Marnier, and then you top it off with a little more tequila. (laughs) (laughs) And I will give the disclaimer, as I like to do, that I am on my second one. So Always, yeah. Yeah, you know, (laughs) if anything sounds a little cuckoo, then that's why (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know it's good though you always have to have at least two yeah you can have a second one that's exactly right and see my thing is like it may sound bad that I'm adding tequila when it already has it in it but I gotta cut the sweetness somehow so you gotta add that that liquor you know to cut the sugar right you're doing it for (laughs) your health yeah yeah just for that (laughs) (laughs) well that's funny that you're having a margarita because i am also having a mango margarita which i've had Mm. before it is one with the craft mix like i've talked about Mm -hmm. before and Mm -hmm. it is very good i feel like i did better this time with like dissolving the powder a little bit Mm -hmm. i ended up just like stirring it really well And then I actually had another glass and just kind of like poured it back and forth a little bit just to kind of make sure everything's all mixed together, if that makes sense. A real bartender here. (laughs) You know, I'm trying. (laughs) First barista, then bartender. Yeah, that would be fun. I'll have to get to work on that. It's my dream to be a bartender. I don't know why that's the dream, but it really is. (laughs) Hey, you should do it. I mean... That would be a great side gig, you know? I know. See, the thing that kind of deters me is I feel like I want to be a bartender at a nice bar or, you know, like a specialty kind of place or like a hotel bar. I feel like I need to, I'm, I would have to start like at a dive bar serving beers and things and I really don't want to do that. So I'm like, is it worth it? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know how all that works. Maybe if you I have some know. connections. Usually connections will get you anywhere, basically. This is true. And, <laughs> you know, it is on our bucket list to, at some point, like if we're traveling somewhere and it's available to do a mixology class of yes. some sort. I feel like that'd be so fun. That's on the bucket list for sure. It would be very fun to just learn how to make the custom cocktails. Like yeah. do that fancy, you know, where you stack the martini glasses and you pour it like a <laughs> fountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Great party trick right there. Exactly. If nothing else, you can entertain some people. It's true. <laughs> for better or for worse. Well, I'm glad that you're liking your craft mix. See, I'm I'm kind of weird in that I don't I don't think I really like mango. And I feel like everyone loves mango and I feel kind of bad. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, the craft mix that the one that I have came with four different recipes so you can just throw away or give them those away but yeah yeah, I do enjoy mango flavored things and I like mango the fruit but I can understand there are people out there who have different tastes that's okay I guess I just feel like everybody's (laughs) making a mango smoothie or like putting mango on you know fish or some recipe (laughs) or something and I'm like "Eh." it's just like a weird flavor I don't know my taste buds will change again at some point that's true that's usually how it goes give it 10 years and you'll be obsessed with mangoes. (laughs) You'll probably have a tree in your backyard or something. (laughs) Can't get enough mango. (laughs) Yeah. We'll refer back to this episode. Yeah. Gotta make up for lost time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, on to our second question of the night. What have you been watching? Or whatever verbs we want to put in there. (laughs) Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I have watched almost all of Firefly Lane on Netflix. Have you Mm -hmm. watched it yet? No, I have not. So I have one episode left, the finale, obviously. It's based off a book, um, but the show has, I think, 10 episodes, and it has Katherine Heigl and then Sarah Chalk, who you've seen on Scrubs. Mm -hmm. It's good. Like I wouldn't say that it's just the best show I've ever watched on Netflix, but very entertaining. I would say pretty well done, great acting, and has really kept me entertained and intrigued the whole time. Like I, when I'm watching it, like I'm really watching it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been good. Those two actresses play best friends. They've been best friends since high school. And so you see the show, it's kind of told in their modern day, which is 2003 is their current day Hmm. they're in their 40s but they do flashbacks in their high school years and then in their 20s so it's kind of like three to sometimes four time periods that you see so it's kind of a lot to keep up with but it's been really good you know some Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's really sad. Sometimes it's kind of annoying. <laughs> you kind of hit all of the, all the ranges. But yeah. I have always liked Katherine Heigl and stuff. And I really haven't seen Sarah Chalkin much, but it's been good. And they have really good chemistry as friends as well. Well, that's good. Yeah, that always makes a difference. Well, good to know. Check it out. Yeah, like I said, I have one more episode left. I've kind of heard mixed things about the finale, so TBD. Hmm. Yeah, you'll have to let us know if you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yes, I will. (laughs) What about you? What have you been checking out recently? Well, not to be like you know, promoting my family, but I will. Yes. My sister is a musician and a while back she came out with a new album 
called Prone to Wander, and she has recently taken pre-orders to get it pressed for vinyl. I personally think the album is very well done. Not just saying that because it's my family, but she has a great voice, the music's great, and they actually did all of the recording for the album here in Water Valley, Mississippi. So promoting, you know, small business, but definitely people who are super talented and just care a lot about creating like quality music and quality art for everyone to enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend um, checking her out. Prone to Wander is her newest album. And right now, if you pre-order for the vinyl, you actually get a free download of a six song EP, which is called Quarantine Covers. So (laughs) yeah, so those are fun to listen to just like, you know, it's covers. So it's songs that you probably already know. But uh, kind of my sister Krista has put her spin on it and makes it more fun. So yeah, please check her out. Even if you aren't really sure if you want to pre-order her album, definitely check her out. She's on Spotify. If you know anything about Spotify, it really sucks at helping artists make any money whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but it's like one of the best ways to get your name out there and to find people to find your music. So yeah, you can look her up on Spotify. Her name is Krista Shows, K-R-I-S-T-A-S-H-O-W-S. Yeah, Spotify is... You know, not the best, but it's a good way to find people. Uh, Mm -hmm. And she's also on Bandcamp. So you can listen to her music there and you can also buy her music. So that's always appreciated if you can support an artist. And if you want to pre-order the vinyl, you can do that on Bandcamp. And then if you pre-order the vinyl, you get the free download, like sent to your email for the EP of the quarantine covers. And then she also has a website, kristashows.com. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, she always has good stuff to post. Her handle is at Krunksta. So K-R-U-N-K-S-T-A. Krunksta Krista Shows. Yeah. So let us know if you hit her up and find a song that you really enjoy. It's been really crazy because this album actually came out almost a year ago during, you know, crazy COVID quarantine life, but it's been really great. Like her album's really taken off, I think, especially overseas. I think it's pretty big in the Netherlands has been a really big hit and she's been featured in several articles, which has been really cool. So even if you don't live in the United States, look her up and check out everything. Yeah. She's really cool. So just coming from me, non-biased source. Hey, (laughs) we got to support our people. And yeah, she's very cool. Her music is really good. So check it out. Give it a listen. Well, do you have a reason why we should be on The Amazing Race? As we are also prone to wander (laughs) around the globe. (laughs) That wanderlust. Am I right? right? Yeah. I came up with this one pretty easily because it's actually something we have mentioned in our audition tapes, but we haven't talked about as for one of these reasons yet. Mm -hmm. Usually we try to go with that angle that you, Anna, are a psychologist and I am in marketing, which some would say is the psychology side of business. So yeah. 
together, usually we work that angle in those audition tapes to really emphasize that, number one, we can read people. We just know how to understand people and the way they think. And we've always said that we can use that on the race because we can, number one, get to know teams well that we're competing with and kind of Mm -hmm. understand like what their strategy is, what their angle is, and then use that to our advantage. And also that we can kind of, I don't want to say manipulate, (laughs) but (laughs) we can understand how to talk to different people. You know, it's kind of like... That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. Know your audience. Know what you need to say around certain people. We don't want to get U-turned. We want to be in an alliance if that is happening on our season. We don't want to be left out of that. So yeah, it's all about kind of understanding the way people think and then using that to help us get ahead mm-hmm. yeah but not in a bad way <laughs> <laughs> yeah like not in a creepy way like we're gonna read no. your mind or anything but no. yeah you know you, everybody's <laughs> got their strengths that we've found that that's a strength of ours is that we have good interpersonal reads I guess on people so that can be right really right yeah right in everyday life we like understanding what makes people tick and why people do the things they do so once we enter a game setting where Mm -hmm. we're not in real life we can still use those skills to figure out why someone's maybe doing something and kind of predict what they might do next and then use that to our advantage yeah i'm down we do that already so (laughs) i have no clue how to go into our next (laughs) topic of conversation yeah no idea but I'm really excited to talk about this topic. It is very different than some of the other things we talk about on our podcast. So I'm excited to get into the world of anime. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. So just to kind of give us a little bit of a layout for what all I want to talk about, I'm specifically going to be talking about My Hero Academia, which is an anime series. But before I kind of get in the weeds of that, I kind of want to go over what anime is because I am new to anime. My husband, Steven, has always enjoyed anime and he like reads manga and all that stuff. So that's definitely something that I've learned from him. And My Hero Academia was actually the first anime that he's ever shown me. I really enjoy it. I think it's super fun. And I feel like it's just a cool series to share with people that maybe, you know, people who don't really know what anime is. I hope it can maybe give people a a different understanding of it. (laughs) Because I do think it kind of has a reputation of being a little weird. Probably not a lot of people really understand what it is. I know I was that way and I still don't know everything about it, obviously. So first question is what is anime? Well, glad you asked. So (laughs) anime is hand-drawn or computer animation based out of Japan. There are like very different genres within, I mean, it's like here, you know, like our version of animation is very different depending on what studios you go to but also just the genre of what you want. You know, they're of course like kid style anime, but then there are adults here who enjoy like Disney movies, for example, that are animated. Or if you go on Adult Swim, there are (laughs) adult animation that has more, you know, adult content. 
So it's similar in that degree that there are some that are very lighthearted, kind of geared towards any audience, age, or type. And then there are some that are more dramatic or like gory even and can be very dark. So you kind of can just get all spectrum of different things. One big thing that's kind of like a big discussion within people who watch anime and I'm probably going to make a poll about this on our Instagram account just because I'm curious. There is big debate on people who watch anime if they watch it subbed or dubbed. Meaning if you are an English viewer like me, I do not know Japanese. So if you're watching the subbed version, you are listening to the Japanese actors, but you have subtitles, English subtitles at the bottom versus you can have it dubbed with English speakers being the characters. So I am a dubbed person only because this is, you know, I'm very new to this. So I haven't really branched out into the sub world, but I know there, Lee Allison, for example, one of our friend who was on a podcast recently, she is a sub person. Like she only watches it with subtitles because she likes to, I think it is a good way to learn Japanese. You know, you can, if you hear certain phrases over and over again, it's just kind of one of those things that gets stuck in your head and you remember and you're watching it in its original form. So those actors, those voice actors are the original characters versus Mm -hmm. the dubbed that are, you know, the English speaking characters. I just have done dubbed because it's easier for me (laughs) just because I'm lame. And so anyway, um, (laughs) I will say that some anime styles take getting used to, if that makes sense. Like the way, for example, the way that a lot of the characters react is very dramatic or like overreacted. So like, for example, a character may be crying and it's like literally waterfalls are like coming down their face or they're laughing so hard and there's like goofy dancing or something like that. That was a big adjustment for me because it's like, okay, like, are they serious or is this like a joke? I don't really know. So that's kind of taken some getting used to. I feel like that it helps to watch more so you can kind of understand, I guess, kind of the the cultural differences and how they express a certain emotion or something. Okay, so like I said, my anime experience... My anime journey started in (laughs) 2018 with My Hero Academia, my first anime. I personally think it's a great one to start with. It's very just sweet, lighthearted. It has some dramatic moments, but you love the characters. I feel like it was just a good starting point for me personally. I watched two others. I've watched one that was very dark, like way different than My Hero Academia. And that one was very different, but it was enjoyable. And then I'm currently watching one called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is considered, from what I hear, one that many people consider to be one of the best shows. So I'm in the middle of that one, I'm sure, you know, maybe I'll do an episode about it in the future. So with 
My Hero Academia, it originated, like I said, it's all from Japan. And it started from a manga series, which manga is like a graphic novel or like comic books. And it started in 2014. It has sold 30 million copies so far. So if that wow. tells you, it's uh, pretty popular. So then in 2016, it started a TV series, which then was able to translate into English and other languages. There have been two movies. A new one is apparently coming out this summer. I've seen the second one, which is really random. (laughs) (laughs) There's also several spinoff series, a video game, and my personal favorite that I want to see, a musical. Oh, wow. I've never (laughs) heard of an anime musical. (laughs) I know. It sounds super interesting. I think it started shortly before the pandemic really hit, so it hasn't really taken off obviously, unfortunately, but hopefully it'll get, you know, get picked back up and, you know, maybe there'll be a YouTube video of it or something. I don't know. Okay. So My Hero Academia, very popular. I feel like a lot of people in Japan really love it. A lot of people in America really love it and just around the world are loving it. If you like superheroes, you are probably going to like this show, which is how I enjoyed it because it's very much like Marvel, DC kind of, you know, you learn the origin stories of all of these people who have superpowers. So you come upon this city with My Hero Academia's world, that's what I'm explaining, where superheroes are common and they call them quirks which I like that word. I think that's cute. So it's basically a super powered person. Either you're born with that superpower or maybe you inherited it in some way. I guess kind of like, like in Marvel, there are people who like Bruce Banner, who has radioactive material, who created the Hulk, that kind of thing. So our main character is Azuku Midoriya. He was actually born without a quirk and they emphasize that about 80% of the population has a quirk. So he is definitely in the minority here but he like so passionately wants to be a superhero so he like is studying all these like different heroes and how they fight and learning how to defeat all of these people his idol is named All Might. They actually have a ranking system in this city to where they basically rank heroes based upon like likability and their rate of success against like villains. And All Might has always been the number one hero. He's very motivating and kind of a symbol of hope to this city. And Midoriya is obsessed with him. So as you go on, um, Midoriya ends up meeting All Might, his idol. And All Might gets to know him, really sees how passionate he is about wanting to be a hero, even though he does not have a quirk. And how he's trying to like alter the way that he fights and things like that to kind of manipulate the other villains that maybe have a quirk and find their weakness in order to help him who doesn't have a quirk to counteract it. So All Might really just like sees potential in him and he decides to train Midoriya and he ends up giving Midoriya his quirk. So basically like inheriting All Might's abilities. It's one of those that's like passed on generation to generation. As you move on, Midoriya's kind of training his body, learning how to deal with these superpowers that he has. 
All Might, if the name doesn't give it away, he has super strength. So basically Midoriya is trying to figure out how to like control all of the power that he has and figure out how he can use it to his advantage. He ends up enrolling in UA, which is the high school there that heroes can go to. So basically, you know, like our regular high school, you have regular classes, but you also have a class on how to be a hero. Sky high, essentially. <laughs> exactly. I was just about to say, it kind of gives you sky high vibes, which no shade, but I was a fan of that movie, so. Yeah, it's really, it's not that great, but it's nostalgically good. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect way to explain it. Basically, these kids are going to UA because they want to be a pro hero hero, meaning that you have the training, you end up getting like an internship, and eventually you lead to getting your license to be a hero. Basically, like, you know, the government's going to call upon you to help with this villain who's come in, all that kind of stuff. And that's how they get paid. That would be their job, would be to be a pro hero. And they have lots of crazy shenanigans that happen throughout the series with villains or with drama amongst other people. One big thing (laughs) that is kind of, it, again, it kind of took me off guard and something that was not explained to me beforehand. So maybe it would help other people. This series in particular, a lot of the characters have multiple names. So like, Izuku Midoriya is his name, is like our main character's name, but he has like his hero title that he goes by. And then he has like nicknames that people give him. So it can be a little confusing, But, you know, there's always like a My Hero Academia Wikipedia page. So you can always go there if you get a little confused like me. (laughs) So some of the like fun people that you meet are his friends that he meets at UA and all of them have some type of quirk. So the big one is Bakugo and basically he's kind of the bully of the group. So he, he and Midoriya were friends when they were young kids. They both idolize All Might but have a very different outlook on life. Bakugo is more of a bully and is more violent <laughs> than uh, Midoriya is. His quirk is that when he sweats, he can turn his sweat into an explosion. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, um, it's a very interesting quirk. It's very useful, especially if you're violent and angry. So, there's that. If you live in Mississippi, you have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you'll get you'll get a lot of use out of that. Another friend that he has is Todoroki and he has ice powers and hot powers. So kind of like War and Peace from Sky High. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then you have Yuraraka, who is a really cute character. She has zero gravity and she's kind of like Midoriya's best friend. And basically she can like touch something and it has no more gravity. So she can make herself float or like other people float. Something like interesting is that there are some like really random quirks and some that are interesting. So like there's a girl who can like shoot acid There's somebody who's like invisible, has super speed, and one who can like, he's basically can harden his skin. So he's almost indestructible. But then like all of the powers pretty much have limits or some type of like a side effect almost. Some of them are completely ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So Midoriya, our main character, you know, he has super strength. 
However, there's only so much power your body can take. So especially as he's starting to learn his powers, he actually hurts himself when he exerts his power. So he'll like break a finger or break a foot trying to exert too much energy, which like that makes sense to me. Like, you know, scientifically that makes sense. Uh, Then you kind of get to some more and it kind of uh, goes a little silly. There's one character named Kaminari who has like electricity powers, but if he uses too much electricity, he basically turns dumb. (laughs) (laughs) to where like he has difficulty speaking like he cannot create coherent sentences that make sense to other people (laughs) yeah yeah it's like it takes all his brain waves out (laughs) there you go yeah that's true it's just really funny when they act it out because it's like wow that's super silly (laughs) then there's sugar rush i couldn't remember what his real name is and i probably can't say it you know I don't want to completely butcher the Japanese language. So basically, Sugar Rush, when he eats lots and lots of sugar, he has super strength for a few minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Candy Crush (laughs) would be his game. (laughs) That would be a great name. Yeah. Little crossover. And then probably the weirdest one is Aoyama, I think is how you say his name. He has... A naval laser, meaning (laughs) he's basically like Cyclops from X-Men where he has lasers, but it's coming out of his belly button. (laughs) So his um, umbilical cord was quite the show. (laughs) There you go. And his kind of like drawback is that if he uses the laser too long, his stomach starts to hurt really bad. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's a valid reason. Right. So anyway, those are just some of the like funny characters The show is, like I said, very lighthearted. I'm a big fan of Young Justice and like X-Men Evolution, those like animated shows from back in the day, which Young Justice is still going on, but kind of like whenever you meet characters when they first get their powers and you kind of learn their backstory and how they've learned to control all their powers and how sometimes powers can be a great thing and sometimes it can be really hurtful to your relationships or something like that. Right. Always go back to like, oh, if I let people know about my superpowers, my family will be in danger, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of deal. So it has a lot of that, has a lot of funny moments, a lot of serious moments. You get to really get to know the characters, how they relate to each other, especially like their class 1A is what it's called. Uh, A lot of his friends and like heroes learning how to kind of develop into their quirks and then how they relate to other heroes and their teachers who are also pro heroes who have quirks and things like that and dealing with their parents and different villains who are out to get them all that fun stuff overall i think it's super fun i highly recommend it if you are even remotely interested i say at least watch the first couple episodes you know anime takes a little bit getting used to just because it's different but I definitely think it's worth it. Like, I love all of the the characters. They have great character development. Just, like, makes you love all of them in their own way. Like, even, you know, I feel like a sign of a good show is, like, you get the backstory of the bully to figure out why he's a bully, you know? Yes, for sure. So it's kind of like that, where you just get to learn all about these characters, all about these, just this world that's so different. But, I mean... 
definitely right now we are such a like superpower filled society to where like we just love consuming so many like superpowered themed stories I guess for sure and this one's I guess kind of a different take on that so I think that's what makes it fun and interesting fun fact back in 2019 I actually met the English voice actor of Midoriya who's named uh, Justin Briner he actually came to (laughs) Jackson Mississippi for our Comic-Con here. hey <laughs> Yeah, Cal and I have mentioned before that we've gone to New Orleans Comic-Con before, which I will say is a much larger scale than the Jackson Comic-Con. However, <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun meeting him and they had several other My Hero Academia voice actors, the English voice actors. And so that was cool, kind of like meeting him in person. That's cool. Currently, there are four seasons. The fourth season ended like April 2020. I read that season five premieres actually in Japan March 27th of this year. Again, I haven't kept up with this series so close to where like I know how, I don't know how long it takes for the English version to come out and how long it takes for us to get it. Right. So I'm not the best uh, take on that. But probably if you watch the four seasons within a relatively short amount of time, probably you'll start getting season five episodes on there. I watch it on Hulu. The subbed episodes and the dubbed episodes mm. are on Hulu to stream. If you have, of course, you know, a subscription. Huh. Story of our <laughs> lives, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, you can also check out Funimation, F-U-N-I-M-A-T-I-O-N, Funimation and Crunchyroll. Those are both <laughs> like, <laughs> those are both kind of like big anime sites that you can go on. I've never used either of them, but... In order to talk about it on the podcast, I went on the website. It allowed me to watch an episode on there for free. So I believe you would be able to watch it there online for free. And then probably if you wanted without ads, then you could get a trial, like a free trial or something. Yeah, all in all, I think it's a very fun series. I know a ton of people who watch it, who really enjoy it and are like me, people who have not really watched a ton of anime. And I feel like it's just a good way to get your feet wet and it's Mm -hmm. not just like you're thrown into the deep end with like all this craziness that can be (laughs) yeah yeah. that can be anime like if you know of any crazy stories about any kind of anime show where it's just like whoa that's a little too much for me I think this is a good way to start it and yeah it's just I feel like it's something a little bit familiar having superhero type of characters Mm -hmm. but it's different in that it's a Japanese take on it so you can kind of learn a little bit about their culture too which is always fun yeah I am very excited that you talked about this because uh, first of all I've never watched an anime thing and Mm -hmm. to be honest I I feel like I've always had not a negative like uh, opinion of it, but just like a I kind of went along with what a lot of people said, which isn't really fair, is that it's kind of odd or like the people Mm -hmm. that you know who are into anime, it's like kind of weird that they're into it, you know, I feel (laughs) like it has that reputation. Sure. Yeah. Which I mean, it really like, why is that? I don't know. I, I mean, like you, like we have a lot of friends who are really into it and I mean, now you're into it. And I mean, when you think about like what the 30 million people who 
Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier. It's just maybe in our younger years, especially with it getting over here, like into the US, it was kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird or niche that you're into it. But now it's like really common to be into it. And yeah, almost kind of like video games. Like growing up, if you were super into video games, you're like a nerd or whatever you want to say. But now it's like, that's really common. And I think the internet has a lot to do with that. That's just made the world a lot smaller. We can share our content and our cultures a lot easier than before. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably that way too. It's like, okay, well, this is on Hulu. Like this is easy to access, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's like, why is this a weird thing? I don't know. I've never watched (laughs) it. So why do I, I don't, I shouldn't have an opinion on it, you know? So... I'm excited that you talked about it just because I feel like probably a lot of people who have never really given it a shot will listen to this and say, okay, that actually sounds interesting. I mean, listening to that, that's that plot is something that would intrigue me. Um, And I feel like that's something that normally you might just kind of turn away from. But that sounds good. And I mean, I know that people people say so many like anime shows or movies have so much emotion tied to Mm -hmm. them. Just very good storytelling, very good character. So, yeah, I I think it's good that we're talking about that on here because it's definitely a huge part of pop culture that I feel like a lot of people ignore. But millions and millions of people around the world are watching it and enjoying it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's a great point. Like, I think it's it can be helpful for people who have never seen anime like you're talking about. I mean, literally, I hadn't seen it three years ago. Like, I didn't even watch Pokemon, you know? Right, yeah. And I just wasn't interested in, in that growing up. So, right. yeah, it. I think it's definitely something that's kind of grown over the years and probably people in our generation are becoming more interested in anime. And it kind of reminds, like you were saying with video games, it reminds me of like Star Wars where yeah. like people who were really into Star Wars back in the day were definitely considered like the geeks or the nerds. And yeah. it's like, oh, you like sci-fi? And then now it's like, oh my gosh, if you don't know what Star Wars is, it's like you live under a rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just crazy how like things evolve. Yeah. I feel like My Hero Academia is just a good segue from, you know, if you're into animated shows, like if you're into like Disney movies or even like adult animation. It's kind of a good segue if you like that and you like superhero themed shows, like you like Marvel movies or you like things like Young Justice or something like that, then that's basically a mixing of those two things. Mm-hmm. And like the animation's really cool. It looks really great. The characters are really good. And yeah, like you said, there is like some really crazy stuff that happens on some of these anime shows like yeah it's insane but it really is like you kind of just you get immersed into the story and you just it's just like any other tv show that you watch like if you're interested in it and you're interested in the characters you get drawn in and you get invested in these people the series that i forgot about earlier is called fate zero so literally my hero academia i would consider like very lighthearted. it has serious moments of course but definitely is more so like, I mean, children watch this show. Mm-hmm. Fate Zero is like the completely different side of the spectrum. It is like gory. There's tons of death and murder. There mm-hmm. is child murder, which I didn't know how to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So literally, like anything else, 
anime is definitely a spectrum of just like you have My Hero Academia, which is like so lighthearted and enjoyable for basically any age group. And then, you know, there's things somewhere in the middle, probably like Full Metal Alchemist, which is what I'm watching right now. And yeah, then you have some of the, the more like adult versions. <laughs> right. So it's super interesting. Like I said, I am not an expert by any means. Uh, and I definitely don't know everything I'm talking about. So <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still learning. And yeah. definitely, I think it's just worth trying it out and see what all the hype's about. I mean, yeah, like you said, there's so many people who enjoy it and basically a worldwide phenomenon it in is. some ways. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's a cultural thing, too, that when we think of animation, maybe we think of either like a kid's show or we think of something like a family guy or whatever that's like crude humor. Whereas within the Japanese culture, like anime can almost provide the same sort of storyline as like a normal like live action drama might. Mm -hmm. And so that's probably hard for us to wrap our heads around like, oh, wait, this is like an animated show. So is that like... That's odd. Like, that's that's weird for us. But in reality, it's like, what's the difference? It's just an animated version of maybe a really serious storyline that you would watch, like, on Netflix or ABC or something like that, an HBO, you know? Like, it's just a different kind of format, but the same sort of story, too. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Definitely. Definitely let us know, again, if you check it out, if you know, you're just not really sure after watching the first couple episodes, you're like, I don't know, I don't know about this just yet. You know, at least you tried it and maybe you can come back to it. But I do think this is a good one to start with and just kind of really get to learn what all anime has to offer. It's a very broad just world, basically. It is. And I like that we're hearing from you on kind of a newcomer's perspective, like you've seen a little bit, but you're mm-hmm. not an expert. Like, I kind of feel like that's what people want to hear too, is someone who's kind of new to it and be like, alright, this is a good one to start with. This is my perspective. Um, yeah. So I feel like people will enjoy that as well. Maybe look into it if they haven't before. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Like we said, this is a different genre of pop culture that we are experimenting with and just really starting to learn about. So definitely let us know if you are a huge anime fan or if you were like us just really getting started into it and figuring out the vast amount of content there is out there. It's just astounding. Mm -hmm. So please let us know. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. We also have an email. So we'd love to hear from you. We're very active on Instagram. We like to post stories about what we're drinking or watching. We usually put out a poll every now and then, which actually reminds me, we are nearing 1,000 downloads. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So we're super excited about that. We put out a poll recently asking you guys what y'all wanted (laughs) to do to celebrate. Uh, For our 500 downloads, we did a giveaway, which our most recent guest, Vic, actually won. There was no, you know, there was no... um, bribery or anything like right. that it just yeah it no, just happened that, that way that was the, the random <laughs> name picker picked him yes exactly so this time for our thousand downloads we want to celebrate doing a special episode uh we still haven't decided exactly what we want that to be we are procrastinators <laughs> by nature but definitely keep a lookout on that be sure to subscribe to our, to our podcast 
so you don't miss an episode. And please rate and review. Let us know what you think. Tell your friends. All that jazz. I think that's it. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening as always. And until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. And in this world, those who smile are the strongest. Thank you.